It was as if I was holding my breath and I'll only breathe again when I could see his face. Touch his skin and finally squeeze him tight, afraid to let him go. But let him go I must. Visiting Dubai Central Prison was a pleasant surprise. I was expecting a grim, foreboding building with heavy doors slamming shut on tiny cells. In reality, the prison looked very much like a modern high school or college, with colourful flower beds, neatly trimmed lawns, light, airy rooms, and what appeared to be a friendly relationship between inmates and their guards. I was told that rehabilitation rather than punishment was and is the order of the day. Nevertheless, like prisons the world over, the inmates are confined inside, serving their sentence and largely being cut off from the outside world. The Emirates Literature Foundation has set out to give some of the prisoners an opportunity to express their feelings about their situation in a book of collected essays entitled Tomorrow I Will Fly. This is the Emirates Literature Foundation's Inside Out Special. So we got the go-ahead in October and the following month. It was all systems go, and I think we had 10 weeks from start to finish to help 12 men and 15 female inmates write a book, get it edited, copy-edited, proofread, and printed in time for the launch. And how did the inmates react when you arrived at the prison and said, right, guys, right, ladies, we're going to write a book? They were a bit daunted, I think, uh, excited, I think we were all quite shy and nervous of each other. They didn't know what to expect from me. I didn't know what to expect from them. Um, and I sort of stood there and introduced myself and said, you know, and told them about the project. This is what we're here to do. So we structured our workshops over the five days. Uh, we did a bit on thought processes, on planning, on mind mapping, getting ideas. And then we worked for a day or two on, on language. So metaphors, similes, all that kind of thing, and, and trying to get them to use the language. But what I found was because they all came from different countries and different native languages, I, I didn't want to impose my views onto a, the way they wanted to write. So I just let them use their own expressions. And some of them had such a wonderful turn of phrase. It's, it's lovely. And so when you finally went back today for the launch of the book, uh, did you feel you were amongst friends? I did. I hugged them all. I don't know if you saw. We were hugging, and it was like seeing friends again. And they've they've asked me if I will go back in, and I would love to go back in and maybe teach something regularly with them because I do feel like they're my friends, and I can't WhatsApp them, and we can't go out for coffee, so I have to go back. The onus is on me now. It's it's been deeply um, satisfying and moving, and I feel very very worthwhile. I think a lot of people, myself included, have probably got the wrong idea about the the, the penal system here in Dubai. You, you, you read about things in the newspaper, you hear second-hand tales. Now you've experienced it for yourself. What's your view on how they approach the whole issue here in Dubai? I think from what I saw in the women's prison, it's run on a system based on love. There's no judgment. The, the, the ladies are judged um, in court for their crimes. But in the prison, it's just where they live. It's their living accommodation. And they're all there, and you know, and I think the head of the prison, the head of the women's prison, just said, it's not for me to judge them. I just want to make their life here as reasonable as it can be, given the circumstances. Quite a few of them have got young children. Well, a couple of the stories in the book are written to those children and about those children, so you can read for yourself the mother's um, thoughts on that subject. It's very moving to read their stories. So if you have a look at the, at the book, if you get a chance to download it, have a look at those two stories. Claire McIntosh, writer-in-residence at the men's prison, describes how the prison staff 
had reacted when they first arrived to conduct the writing workshops. I'm sure it was slightly out of their comfort zone, but you would never know it from the, the welcome that we had. They were incredibly cooperative. Um, they, I, I was quite... Uh, insistent, I suppose, that I, I wanted the, um, the the space to work with the inmates on my own. I didn't want a, a guard there all the time. I'm quite comfortable with that. Uh, you know, I don't feel threatened at all. And they respected that and, and kept their distance, which was important so that we could build up some trust between us. There were people there from all different nationalities because Dubai is a melting pot, isn't it? There are many, many different nationalities here. So was, was language a, a, an issue with you at all? The common language of of most people in, in the prison is, is English. Many of them were um, speaking English, uh, English as a second language or perhaps even third language. So yes, we had to tailor the content of the workshops to people for whom English wasn't the first language. But they managed incredibly well and the, the, the finished um, articles are, are really very moving. What feeling did you get back from them about what they'd actually achieved? They're so proud of, of what they've done. They're proud of their individual work. They're proud of each other. And, you know, it, it's no exaggeration to say that some of those inmates are walking taller than when I last saw them. And that's a really incredible thing. Claire McIntosh and Annabelle Cantaria, who between them came up with the idea of getting the inmates to write about their feelings in a book for eventual publication. Isabel Abulhul is the CEO and trustee of the Emirates Literature Foundation, dedicated to spreading the love of literature across the UAE and the world. For more than two years, the Emirates Literature Foundation, which is the body that oversees the annual festival and all the year-round events, we have been sending authors once a month into Dubai prisons, both for the uh, male and the female inmates. We've always sent international authors during the festival as well, and it's been a highlight for them to meet people who may have fallen by the wayside, but to share stories with them, to help them with their creative writing. One of those authors was Claire McIntosh, who is a best-selling crime writer. She was here last March, and she was a former police officer. She was so impressed by what she saw that once she got back to the United Kingdom, she wrote to me and said, um, could I suggest an additional project to what you're already doing and it was from the inside out and it was two writers in residence this happened last november so we had claire mcintosh going into the the men's side of the prison and uh, annabelle cantaria into the women's and the result of this today is the launch of a book written by the inmates from both prisons and it has been incredibly successful incredibly moving but also something that I believe has not happened anywhere else in the Arab world. And I have to thank Dubai Police and the UAE for putting their trust in the Emirates Literature Foundation to allow things like this to happen. What was their reaction when you first approached them with this project? They, they welcomed it with open arms, and I think that is showing how, how visionary and far-sighted they are. I mean, we're here today in a wonderful building, um, beautiful flowers outside, lovely courtyards, an auditorium where the inmates will be reading from their books in a minute. Um, it's really impressive. It's really impressive. They have travelled the world, I know, Dubai Police, the officer who was responsible for designing the new prisons that we're in. He travelled the world to look for best practices, and I think it is apparent everywhere that they have done a wonderful job. And it is about rehabilitation, being able to read books, being able to write your stories, being able to express your emotion in words is helpful for all of us, and particularly for those who all deserve a second chance. If you're a 
regular listener to Emirates World, you'll recognise the voice of Isabel Abulhul, who's done so much to promote literature and a love of reading in the UAE. Time now for an extract from the book, Tomorrow I Will Fly. The title of this article is Seeking Hope. Ultimately, the tomorrow that absorbed my dreams, replaying memories too many to recount, and nightmares too frightening to revisit, is a tomorrow that included my boy. The image that remained imprinted in my mind during the early years was no longer who he was. My world stood still, cryogenic, awaiting rebirth. It was as if I was holding my breath and I'll only breathe again when I could see his face, touch his skin, and finally squeeze him tight, afraid to let him go. But let him go I must, for he is now a man. That metamorphosis I missed. The personal sorrow I feel tunnels through my heart. A hurt that will never disappear. But it is his pain that penetrates the most. He was robbed of a father, of love, of guidance at the crossroads of his young life. Our inseparable bond, the traveling, the sharing, the friendship we enjoyed was unique. Perhaps why he felt so betrayed, and I so desolate. I cannot repair the yesterdays, but the tomorrow we will hopefully share and in some way rebuild the bond that I truly believe was lifelong. That decision, however, no longer remains solely with me. He is a better man than me. His mother's love and diligence has ensured that. But I am in the hands of a young man who now embarks on his own journey with a family of his own. The tomorrows I wish for are for him, for I would sacrifice every ounce of my being in the knowledge that he could enjoy lifelong happiness. As for my personal tomorrows, beyond the people who have been so important in the past, I am open-minded. The map of my future has yet to be drawn. Influences and opportunities will present themselves. The cliché that no man is an island is relevant to me. I have been surrounded by thousands, yet been despairingly lonely. I am no lonely. As I chart a new course, drawing a new map, I'm acutely aware of how parts of my yesterdays will have a bearing on the tomorrows. But many roots of my map have been erased. This presents opportunities for new friendships, challenges, and experiences. These I will confront with enthusiasm and energy. For if anything good has come from this life-changing, soul-destroying experience, is that I can adapt, endure, and survive. After the speeches and presentations, I had an opportunity to talk to some of the inmates and ask them about the benefits of taking part in the project. Well, I always love uh, reading and I always uh, love to learn creative writing. And so when the program they gave us, like um, it is like an opportunity for me to say how grateful I am for my mom and for my family who really stood by me. 
So for this, I'm out of words, really. So I just really dedicated my piece for my mom and for my family. In my professional career, I was used to writing reports all the time, but to actually creative write, to actually open yourself up with your emotions and everything else, which is exactly what happened here, you know, all of a sudden, all that, particularly being in this place, you know, you tend to control yourself and keep everything concealed. This was the avenue that allowed you to put all your thoughts, all your emotions, all your hopes, all your fears, um, down uh, for somebody else to read. It's, it's a credit to the prison and to the Emirates Literary Festival. It really is a credit to them. Thoughts and words from some of the inmates at Dubai Central Prison who contributed articles to the book Tomorrow I Will Fly. We've heard from the authors of the project and from the prisoners themselves. But what about the prison staff? How do they see this project? A soft option, maybe? Dr. Abdullah al Qadar is head manager of the correctional department in Dubai. I think it's a life-changing project, especially for the inmates, because with writing and using the pen, it unleashes the best out of them, it frees them from their mind prison, and makes them fly into no boundaries world. So this could be, and I'm sure this is the beginning of many yet projects to come in the future that will bring the best out of them. Dr. Abdullah al Qadar, head manager at the Correctional Department in Dubai. Time to hear more from the authors who worked with the inmates to encourage them to produce the book. They're so proud of, of what they've done. They're proud of their individual work. They're proud of each other. And, you know, it, it's no exaggeration to say that some of those inmates are walking taller than when I last saw them. And that's a really incredible thing. So, Claire, this, this project is now finished. The book is out, available. Everyone's very pleased with it. What about the future? What's whirring away in your mind for next well, year? <laughs> you see, I, I can tell that you know me already. There's been all sorts of thoughts whirring away for the last 24 hours. Um, I, can't, I can't share anything yet because it's really early days. But suffice to say, we've got some really, really exciting plans. This book is just the beginning. Claire McIntosh, including our report on the Inside Out project at Dubai Central Prison.